0: Um, hi everyone, so hi to the audience, so welcome to
1: the third episode of the Front Row Media Podcast. Um, like today, it's kind of like a special one for for me and for, for the team, purely because we have someone, A, I guess who's actually younger than me, and <coughs> firstly, and I think B, someone who I've really just wanted to pick their brain in terms of kind of like just their thoughts on a lot of current things in the fashion industry and also like the work they're doing right now. So without further ado, we have our first um, guest, his name is Tabu Kopele. Um, But I'll actually just allow you to introduce yourself to him. So yeah, so who you are, where you're from, maybe how old you are, and what you actually do.
0: (laughs) Um,
2: Hi everyone, I'm Tabu Kopele. um, I'm 22 years old, turning 23 this year. I am a fashion designer based in Jo'burg. Um, I was a recent finalist for the scouting menswear competition. I got scouted for a menswear competition by SA Fashion Week a year ago. Um, and yeah, I'm doing a few, few things this year that I just can't say. At- yeah, so the connection I think just like went, there, went
1: there a bit. Um, <clears throat> but I was saying yeah. uh, a few things that we're probably gonna get into in like the actual episode. Um, so maybe to keep that to keep that in in, in the background and let, maybe start like I think our, for me especially like purely out of interest. I so you're from the ball, right? Yeah. So I'm from the east. I yes. Don't know much about the ball, and I think probably our audience and listeners as well. So maybe just speak to us a bit about that, like where you're from and how like the fashion interest like came about. So I'm I'm from a
2: very small town south of Johannesburg. Um, it's called the Val. That's the Val Triangle. So it's a triangle of three small towns and uh, it's like I said, it's quite small, but it's it's basically like a, a, a river town. Yeah. Where we have like the what we call the Val River which connects directly to the um, the Orange River and that's the water supply of basically Gauteng and Johannesburg in general and so um, I'm not too far away I didn't grow up too far away from Johannesburg um, but also moving to Johannesburg was a bit of a culture shock obviously moving to a big city coming from a small town Um, yeah so that was that was just the thing and me getting into fashion has always it has always been a thing for me you know I, I I started I started making my own clothing in high school yeah. Um in fact there's a, a story that I told Odwa the other day is that uh I used to carry a sewing kit around in my school bag and
1: that's junket, like that's <laughs> like to comprehend but
2: yeah. So a lot of my, my schoolmates would just come to me and just like Asked me to help them, just like patch that up or like sew it up, and that's how I made a bit of cash that way. Um, yeah, yeah I, I didn't. I didn't always spend the cash wisely because it came <laughs> so easily to me. But uh, yeah, no, it was definitely something I, uh, I, I, I've, I've had with me or within me for for quite some time, from when I was in grade four, and I said that I wanted to go with the sewing kids, and then uh, uh, I, I got in trouble, so. I, the, the yeah. teacher sent me to the principal's office for having sharp objects at school because I was 10 years old with a bunch of needles and like scissors and stuff and then <laughs> they called my mom.
1: kind of makes sense. I'd also be like, oh, <laughs> what are you doing with all these things? Like I was <laughs> so with you. So yeah,
2: that was just the situation with me. Um, uh, yeah, but one that I had forgotten and one that I didn't think that much of just brought it up uh, the other day. So yeah,
1: so I, I think let's get into the fashion element of of, of there. Yeah. Like, now I'm assuming then from, from like, the ball, like, how did you actually, like, get into into fashion? So this would maybe primarily maybe speak about the period of time where you realized that, okay, cool, I want to study fashion design and the active steps which you took to actually get into, which is because you went to Lysol. So kind of like, what is yes. that? What is that?
2: Basically, like, why is is a subculture called the Scotanes um, It's primarily around the Pouting region. There was a lot of a lot of that happening, you know, and um, it hits the wall I think, heavily, like very very heavily. And yes. so um, that was a time where I realized that you know, clothing can really say a lot or mean a lot to people, that it evokes so much emotion out of people, whether it's jealousy, it's anger, it's complete happiness, it's happiness to see someone else dressed very well. Um, I think that's when I realized that, okay, this is it's a noteworthy um, uh, profession. Um, and so that was this, like basically where it started. From there it went into skating, um, where you know skateway was like a very teenage thing. you know I, I, I don't want to say it's a very teenage thing, but more teenagers are prone to be drawn to skating and skatewear and all of that. And that's exactly what happened to me yeah. um, with fashion. It, it was, it was less, less, it was less about sports trying to use at in, in a luxurious manner. And now it's more about using uh workwear in a sporty manner, which was also a bit of a, you know, a, it was, it was quite a, a crazy, like ju- juxtaposing yeah. topic to like, like think about. Yeah. Um, from there, there was just also just the elements, like I, I told you, uh, of me sewing for my friends at school and all of that. Um, and then that's when Lysov came to our school to present their
0: yeah. offering.
2: Their um, prospectus. It's a prospectus? I think it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, basically when they came to present it and then one of my teachers spoke to my uh, principal about this. And I was I was a deputy head boy at the time
0: mm-hmm.
2: at school. And uh, the principal walked straight to me. He's like, I have the perfect. <coughs> this is one kid that I think is, is good enough to go to your school. That's when I started speaking to the representatives from off And um, yeah, from there, we just started applying and then they accepted me. And then I had to do like an aptitude test. And uh, that was, I think, my first time in the north of Joburg. Because I went there by myself. to go do this aptitude test and then a couple of weeks later I got a confirmation that I got accepted into Lysop and that that was me basically just stepping into this this profession but the build-up to that also was me making my own clothing during the weekend so I'd go to a cousin of mine who uh, was taught by my by my grandmother most of exile in Lesotho and so a lot of my cousins uh, were born in Lesotho and so my cousin she's a lot older than me she started work when she her first like work experience. She started working in the factories um, in Lesotho, uh, and, and in fact, one of the factories she worked in was the Levi's factory that supplies South Africa. So, yeah. So then from there, she obviously moved to South Africa when the whole family moved back, and uh, um, yeah, that was one person that I thought is the, the correct person to talk to that she would take my my dream seriously because also like being being i'd say a straight boy you know from from a from a black family and you say you want to do fashion thing i'd say you you're like you're really not really serious about your life or whatever you know like they just don't take fashion so seriously you know so that was just the thing yeah you know um so yeah so then she i used to spend my weekends there and she basically taught me the the basics of Cutting and sewing, just from taking something from a pattern piece, all the way to cutting it. But now, because she didn't get like a formalized manner of 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 fashion or like a formal education of in fashion, she hand drew. She she still like hand draws her patterns without measurements. Like she look at someone and then she knows how to like already do it. And she was, I was on the path of like learning how to do that myself when my dad was like, okay, 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 whoa maybe let's get you into a school that can teach you how to do this. Actually, maybe you know, where there's, like, the yeah, let's, let's, let's get you, like, the proper education, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's so, because that, um, comes with, like, that was the situation. Yeah, but that's totally that,
1: that because that comes with the support of, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, not, not, just, not just her, the support of him. And, yes, so, yes. So, I, you've kind of impeded the picture for me. So, now we get to Lysov, right? Um, I mean, yeah. you, 22 now so that actually wasn't too long ago if you actually think so actually I say, no let's speak about it in years because that's how i can attach time areas and fashion with that so
2: this is this is 2017, 2017. Time, when i went to Lysol.
1: okay cool and then yeah. when you went to Lysop, how long did you stay in lysov before you you dropped out right and then like how so what's the uh, time um yeah
2: So I was there for a year, and then 2018, I was supposed to be doing my second year. And then that's when uh, I was expelled because of my fees and all of that. And that's exactly the same time that I ended up going to Cape Town and spent, I don't know how long in Cape Town, a couple of months out there. Um, But to be honest, my introduction to Cape Town or just the scene in Cape Town was actually in 2017 when I was already getting suspended from classes because of fees. So before, like, the expulsion, because some people ask me, so they just out of the blue expulsion. No, yeah. it was a build-up. It was really just, like, it's a build-up of, you know, you get suspended. No, now you, yeah, you know, now you can't be on the premises. Yeah. Exactly, you know, so it was it was one of those situations. So. Um, in the period that I was being expelled in, I think that was my introduction to like, the industry, the creative industry of South Africa. Because yeah. exactly when that happened, um, Sia Beile yeah. from The Threaded Man
0: yeah.
2: had heard about this whole story about me getting kicked out and all of that. So his younger brother, Anga, yeah. was going through a similar situation. Not exactly the same, but just a similar situation with the school. And so he had heard that we were going through all of this. And he had gone through that with the same school. So he, he, he felt very, um, it was very, it was a very emotional situation for him, you know, because he saw two more black kids that were also going through the same thing, but have such a clear goal ahead of them, you know what I mean? And so he had an opportunity. He was, um, he was hosting Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week. Cool. with AFI and then he was like hey I'm looking for a couple of creatives to work with um, you guys can either pick what you want to do so I told him like hey I'm actually going into photography I'm doing film photography and um, digital photography is also something I do I sent him my portfolio following week he invited me over to the Threadman offices, mm. and um, yeah it was myself Anga pardon you were in Cape Town at the time No, no, no. This is just before I went to Cape Town. I'm explaining my build-up to Cape Town. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I go to the Threaded Man offices, and he tells me, hey, so you can be a a backstage photographer at this X experience Threaded Man AFI Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week, you know? I know it's a long thing, because there were so many companies involved in the whole thing. So... um, I was very excited because i was like yo someone actually saw something in me and it's not even something that i'm studying but like I, I got an opportunity so then that's that was me basically getting to know a lot of the designers that are already making waves you know um for sansa from unicorns um, that's where i met Amy zama the stylist uh, yeah. even though Amy was already going to Lysol but I think that was the time where I could actually like engage in a conversation with her
0: okay.
2: um, and that that was the that was the situation with a, quite a, a few of the people that I had found at Lysol because I think Amy was a year ahead of me mm. when I got to Lysol yeah. and so there was there was quite a few of them Um uh, non like it's the, it's a long list of people that were already doing their own things on the side and that's who that was a, such a good introduction to, for me in the industry because I, I realized, like, yo, I don't necessarily have to just concentrate on my studies. Yes, that's a very important part, but I can also start already making my mark or, or like, you know, basically yeah. solidifying my name in the industry at a very young age. And that's, that was a situation. And, and people that were very close to me at the time were Abu Sia Baba,
0: mm.
2: uh, Ernest Mujella. I, I don't know if you know Ernest Mujella. Ah. Um, so, um,
1: and, like, we literally just, yes, yes. We just did an article yes. like, like just the other week. So it's. it's, it's oh, okay. Yeah. He's. <laughs> yeah, literally. But yeah.
2: He's a very, very good friend of mine. And uh, yeah, so true. we're
1: actually sharing a studio together. So, uh, I didn't even know that. And it's just it just happened by chance. Yeah. That yeah. He work like on focusing on his brand. Um, and then now to see you like you yeah. like <laughs> oh it's crazy yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah so
2: yeah and so uh, straight after fashion week there was just like so much that opened up I think for me because I I got to see so much and all of that and I reached out to so many of my role models just to let them know like yo what you did inspired me to like keep pushing and this is where I landed A
1: thousand percent yeah
2: ended you know. Adam didn't even know me. Like, they don't even... I'm, I was just the kid that hit them up on social media, yeah. you know. And one of these people was Matt Kieser from Southall. Yeah, okay, cool, sure. And um, so that's, that was me basically making a meeting with Matt Kieser, someone that I've looked up to for years. 100%. Um, to, In Cape Town. And I didn't even have the money to get to Cape Town. And that was just a risk that I took, and I didn't know how to follow yeah. it through. The universe. Eventually, I get... Eventually, yeah. Eventually, I get some cash. Uh, I think it was grocery money for, like, the month from my parents. And I took that cash and I I booked a a bus ticket that left, like, two hours before. or two hours just after I booked it. Okay, cool. And so, I started packing my bags, got into a bus, went to Cape Town, called my parents. I think I was in Worcester. Yeah. I called my parents in Worcester. I'm like, hey, guys. It was around 3 a.m.-ish. Hey guys, I'm in Worcester. I'm on my way to Cape Town. Um, yeah, I'll, 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 I think I have a job opportunity there. I'm not so sure. Uh, we'll just see. We'll, we'll just see what happens.
1: Like you, you, you get <laughs> a job opportunity. you were like I'm going. <laughs> like, yeah, basically, you know, it doesn't sound like a job, opportunity, but like
0: you know, yeah. You know?
2: <laughs> yeah it wasn't like it really wasn't to be honest with me it wasn't a solid thing at all yeah. like i was just like hey i'll see i'll, I'll see what happens when i get there yeah and so then, i go there it should
1: be, man. it's just like a, yeah you don't know until you shoot like you don't know until exactly
2: you get- exactly exactly and so yeah i get there and uh matt was just very hospitable and uh i got to meet the rest of the the corner store homies a niece and um, Anthony Smith, um, Mishali, you know, you name them. You know, the the Boy Collective. I don't know if they're still they're still a thing. You know, the Justin oh, Februaries, the Oliver's.
1: For me, man, it's, all all it's it's so crazy. Purely because like that 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 period that period of fashion is kind of like one of the first movements which inspired me locally. Like yeah. That yeah, actually felt like a tangible, like, attachment, you know? Even though, like, yeah. it's like, the first, one of the first connected where well, I was like, fuck, they're cool. Like, you know, like... Yeah, then, yeah, know, exactly. And they're in Cape Town. Um, exactly. So, it, it's crazy, like, when, because when I think, I think when I got here in Cape Town, which was, like, beginning of 2018, that's when cool yeah. wasn't a thing anymore. Um, Yeah. So, I only got to experience, like, let's say, like, a soul-soul, like, when it was, like, more independent from, like, you
2: know, like on on orphan streets and all
1: exactly orphan street exactly or like ah also. but I, I definitely hear you and I, I think that yeah it segues well into the next bit like the next question which I kind of had and that's more about and let's actually talk about about that like how how much do you feel as if like your time at SoSo and your inspiration from like small like skate brands and a lot of like. I'd call it more like minimalistic, like touch or like elements within your aesthetic. Um, did a lot of film photography and stuff, so I'm, I know that also probably helped like your design palette and your art. Yeah. So yeah. So with 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 you and your brand, like how important basically was that time in Cape Town? Like how important was all of that in terms of of you like segueing into your next part in life after that?
2: immensely important because you know the thing about it the thing about being in cape town it wasn't just it wasn't necessarily the brands that inspired me i mean yes to be honest softball has had a huge impact on my taste and my my life and and like my homies as well like it's it's really not just me but it's just like the people I hung around back in the vault Mm. we all basically gravitated towards the same kind of style the same kind of vibe and Mm. we sometimes you know uh, this is back in high school we just sit around you know in the back of the pavilion you know getting up to no good but at the same time the conversations would be about yo did you see the new Salsal shop? did you see this did you see Salsal is in, is in Paris now they, I yeah. heard they're in they're in uh, what's there was a store called uh, Hostum yeah and that's, uh, that, that's yeah they're in Hostum London and um, that was like those were the conversations basically and so even though there was there was that that sort of influence there was also such a huge influence of uh, the areas that I I was living in you know I was around Kenilworth side and I remember the day that I arrived at Kenilworth was much like this day it was very rainy and all that's why I take rain so seriously because I think it's such a blessing like it's always it, it means something to me but personally you know and so but the, the, the area there just didn't look very South African, but yeah. it was in South Africa. And that, that just it had my mind running because wow. from there, it was like, I remember I arrived in the very early hours of the morning, so I didn't see the area very well. Yeah. But um, when I started going out with my friends and they started showing me around, like the southern suburbs, the Weinbergs, you know, Newlands and Rondebosch. Yeah. And then from there, we went to uh, Constantia Glen, you know, all those areas, the Hout bays. Okay, those That's a different topic altogether. But those, all those areas, didn't really feel very South African, but they were so South African at the same time. If that makes any kind of sense, you know. And that had that really had my mind running. I don't want to lie. Mm. Uh, it also it also speaks so much into like how I. I like the places that I do in Joburg, the Rosebanks, the Norwoods, the Parkwood, the Parkviews, because they remind me so much of Cape Town. It was more the environment. Just the, the area itself was just like so much. It had, it had such, a, such an inspiration to me. Like, you, you don't have to necessarily always be obviously African for you to be African, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? So that's, um, that's basically just what had my...
1: It purely ties into subculture, really, I feel like. Definitely. It, it definitely. Ties into what we're inspired by. We're inspired by what we see. Yes. And see. Like, you know, places yes. we want to go to. So, like, being able to recreate those places in, like, mm. actual place. I mean, that's why we kind of yearn in traveling, I believe, and stuff.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah.
1: So, and for me, it, it definitely, like, resonates, dude. Like, it, 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 the just the travel element. the uh, the fact that you you, you look at so many different uh, subcultures to to eventually form your own brand identity, like it it, it all yeah. like resonates makes sense. So now yeah. I want to understand and how does it go from how do you go then back to from from Cape Town, which you know did so much for you creatively and sparked you back to Joburg again. Yeah, how does that work?
2: Um, so then from there it was it was a bit of a anti-climatic situation because not only was i from cape town did i go back to Joburg, i went all the way back to the Val because now there's no school for me you know cool and however this was just like a i think this was like three month thing yeah Uh, because i got back i got back around just before july Mm -hmm. no 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 just around june-ish yeah around june so um and it was around three months from there I moved to my brother's place because I, I just couldn't because there was all this rush, you know, from it's the Joe Books, the fashion week, it's this, it's that, it's this and that. Because even after, after AFI, after AFI fashion week, I got invited to SA fashion week just as a media guest. And that was such a trip for me because I was like, wow, I didn't even ask for any of this. I didn't ask to be like a part of any of these things. And, but they here, you know. So it was all of that rush all of this okay cool this can happen this can happen that can happen to nothing you know absolutely nothing going back home you are going home Taba. you're going home to the bar, and it was just like okay this is a
1: it's a shot like you know on the one hand i might <laughs> be and it will turn one day to the other hand like yeah
2: yeah, good to You know what I mean? Like I'm just yeah. Like now I'm I'm going back to being like in the farms and, and shit. You know. So it was it wasn't it wasn't a very pleasant situation. In all honesty, it really wasn't a pleasant situation. But um, like I said, I think I count myself lucky that I wasn't in it too for too long.
1: Because uh, sure straight how does the story of the the lion rising again? <laughs> like yeah. Um, <laughs> how, how does the inspire us how does that work how do you then move from from that back to fashion? so
2: yeah i spoke to i spoke to my older brother and he's living in Switzerland. he's still living in Switzerland right now and so he i was like yo i need to find a way for myself to like live again yeah. so can i please like crash at your place and then i'll, I'll i don't know do that I'll, I'll 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 see i'll see but i just need a place where i can i can crash yeah. and then just figure my life out okay. right now you know yeah. And yeah, and so that's when I started applying to Lysof again. Now, but this time, because so much had already happened since the last time I'd spoken to them, yeah. um I actually I actually had a portfolio, and at that time I'd already started my brand. You know, um
1: you are hot now. You you ready? Yeah, you know high. I was,
2: you know, and and I think something that gave me so much confidence was that uh, between ten and five had made had written up an article about me, and yeah. I was very very excited They're like yo this is my first ever this is my first time trying this thing yeah. and already like a ma- a major local magazine is like writing up articles down oh, yeah. and it was like such a it, it it fueled me it really fueled me and so yeah. i sent all of these
1: and we're kind of there right now because we got like a bubblegum club feature and i get the exact feeling because it's like the fuck like yo like yeah crazy, right like <laughs> yeah you know
2: what i mean like it it gives you that motivation to keep pushing, to keep to keep going, you know what I mean? Yeah. So um it also gives you I think personally, I think it also gives you like the 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 thing you're gonna see, you you can actually you do it. Whatever you want to do, just do it. Like if, if you have an idea, go for it. Because someone out there is going to gravitate to relate to this whole thing that you're saying. And um, yeah, so that's that's basically that, and so I sent all of this to Lystov, sent my application in, and um, I, along with that, I also started sending like job applications to a lot of designers that I knew, uh, from Lysoft and that were already like making moves. I think I sent an application to Tebe.
0: Yeah.
2: At the time, he like, um, and he was.
1: Who was like, you know what, like I like you, like it, it's worse.
2: So Tebe actually got back to me and said. Yo, I would like to work with you, but I I think you need a few more skills for us to actually work because he needed like like a bit of a right hand man kind of situation, you know what I mean? And I don't think I was well because all I had was like first year experience, gotcha. so that was that was just right. that and. Uh, we had a lot
1: of skills already, basically like skills.
2: Yeah you know what i mean um and so like they didn't have a problem a lot of them actually didn't have a problem with me not having finished school mm-hmm. and because most of them like i said were already from off, and they knew from some of their friends even that had dropped out because of fees and all of that so it wasn't the chat that was completely foreign to them or anything like that so um it was it was it was not a very horrible experience so no one was mean to me in that sense it's just i also understand Or understood at the time that I needed to know more, like what I knew at the time and what I know now. Even even I could like just look back and be like, yeah, no, like I, you know, I I I needed to know more. I really needed to know more. And so,
1: the fact you were exceptionally young here, like, and that's the one thing that I think maybe I'll say because. We speak about it now in relative terms. Uh, weren't you, yeah. you weren't 20 years? You weren't even 20 yet. Maybe. I was around I was 19. I was yeah, around 19, yeah.
2: 18, 18, 19, somewhere there. Yeah. Still had a so, long
0: time.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I think that's what all of them were also trying to say like, yo, there's still quite a lot for you to learn, not just like technically in skills, but also just your, your mental creativity and all of that, just like you need, it needs to stay, stay in there and brew a bit more, maybe. Well, um, that's another thing, you know. Um, so, yeah. So, from there, that's when I met, well, I became close friends with uh, one of my now friends who's a photographer. His name is Offense Serobate. He's Photo Offense, Yeah. The photographer. And um, a lot of, my ideas, I bounced off of him because um, right now he's actually a, a strategist at uh, MC suchi and Able, and he's dealing with a lot of uh, brands and ads and like in these nan- a lot of these Nando's ads, Standard Bank ads, and all of that. So he's, he's pardon <laughs> if
1: he works for Nando's. He's definitely good at job, like a
2: hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So um, although at the time he only just finished, he's his degree in, in film direction, um, film and set TV direction. Um, so he just qualified as like a solid director for ads and all of that, but he also didn't have much experience. So he wanted to build up his own portfolio and do his thing, basically. And um, so, yeah, that's how we both basically just started working together. And we were just like, yeah, no, you know what? Let's, let's just do this, bro. Like, I don't have, I was like, I told him, like, I don't have any money. Yeah. he's like yeah i also don't have any money i Perfect. i'm just doing it you know he's like let's do this you know so yeah he just he and i remember at the time he just gotten a new camera yeah uh a 60 60 mark ii canon and i'm sorry i, I i'm quite an enthusiast so cameras for me are like just such okay. a, a, a feel the, factor uh,
1: film photography. So, so i was gonna ask oh. like, at that time like were you shooting on film or were you shooting digitally when you
2: and him were- it, was digit- it was digitally because he was, he was also, he's also from the Val, you know, so, um, and he went to Avda, And so we both had an experience of, of just what life could be like yeah. outside of the Val. And I think there was no one else that we could really relate to um, that was still at home because he had just, like I said, he'd just gotten his degree, so he moved back home. And it was just like another one of those things. Am I gonna do my honors? Am I, do, am I gonna do any postgrad courses or am I gonna go look for a job? So he was he was just in that transitional space and I was just trying to make it out of the
0: vault again. Mm-hmm.
1: So <laughs> it's like the great Gatsby dream. Like it's like yes, I'll go back, yeah, it. okay,
0: cool. We gotta
2: get out of here, dude. <laughs> we, we have to, we've gotta get like what do we do? What do we do? So um that was that was the situation, and then so from there it's just like uh, we started working with my friend Ned. Uh, they would they just moved my to Joburg. Pardon? I
1: was working with my friend Ned. You said.
2: Yes, yes, yes. So we were we were we were basically just making shoots and like portraits and stuff for new models that didn't have any. Sorry about that. Um, so basically, we were helping them make um their their portfolios and all of that you know so uh some of them sorry some of them didn't um didn't know what to do like in terms of how to approach a client yeah if they get to like a a briefing mind you half of these things i didn't even really know it was like sometimes it was like a quick google search be like yo
0: This is what you it's So crazy how kind of like yeah,
1: that's, right. we're, that's literally the space that we're in like right now. So I was actually about to say like, because we exactly yeah. our social media platform, like our creative agency, like that's the work essentially like we're each we open up the time to do. Exactly.
0: Like, yeah.
1: So, so that was the thing. It's like we
2: we were just like basically just helping them. Just not that. Also, this was because the bookers at my friend Ed believe that it's it's sometimes easier for someone to understand a creative that's already in the industry and in or has done a couple of shoots and has some sort of idea of what the industry is like how raw it could be how really mean and cruel people could be in the industry um and yeah that was that was basically that was basically that you know so um yeah so then from my friend ned um then i got a call back from lysov eventually this is 20 late 2018 got a call back from myself lysov was like hey we reviewed your portfolio. We think we really uh, made a mistake.
0: Yeah. We'd like it to come back. Yeah.
2: And um, I was very excited. You know, I called my parents and they were also very excited about this. Mm-hmm. 2019, I went back to Lysov to further my studies. And uh, no, yeah, sure. that's basically... Sorry, I just need to... No, it's no, it's
0: just...
1: But I said, when you, when you went back to um, lisof they gave you a scholarship,
2: they did they did they gave me so they gave me uh it was a what they call the probationary scholarship um, they checked my performance for three months uh to see if if i did well and uh so half of the, the, the things that i had to do the assignments and all of that in that probationary three-month situation were things that i had done already not at lysol but just on the field you know and so Things were already, you know, yeah. and because I already had a brand, like literally, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I remember some of, some of my classmates, uh, at the time were just like, dude, what's wrong with you? Cause so I'd, 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 sometimes I'd be like late, like 20 minutes late for a class. So our classes are, especially our garments classes would be like a good six hours, five to six hour class. Yeah. And, uh, I'd be like 20 minutes late and then within like 30 to 40 minutes, I'm out.
0: Yeah. So, like, that's
2: basically, <laughs> basically meaning that I'm, like, I'm done sewing, I'm done with, it. and people
1: were like, yo, this
2: is <laughs> and he's done, you know what I mean? So, what? What? that that's was like,
1: that's the thing, that's the thing, yeah. yeah.
2: So, that was just, like, yeah, it was, like, whoa, dude, you, what's, yeah. what, who are you? What's <laughs> going on with you? So, that's when they started knowing a bit more about me, and I started collaborating with a few of my classmates, just, like, in terms of shoots, and some of them being like models and all of that cuz i think most of them also wanted the that little i don't want to say it's a push you know but just like yo what can i expect what what am i getting myself into do i even know what i'm yeah. do i even know what i'm getting myself into type of thing and so that's basically the same situation i had you know um for people like bosia Bailey to to let me into their spaces gotcha. and it's also just like I started encouraging quite a lot of them to attend like first first Thursdays and all of that because I was like, yo, guys, we really need to, you need to be on this. You need to know your industry. You know, you need to start talking to people, bro, knowing people. Today,
1: bro, you talk to
2: people. All of that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I learned, I, I personally learned about first Thursdays through like galleries. Like I used to go yeah. to a lot of galleries. Not because Not because I heard going to galleries was the shit, yeah. but because back when I was in high school, going to galleries was, like, a nerdy thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, ew, why would you go there, dog? Like, you're 16. Why are you going to a gallery? You know what I mean? So, so yeah, that was just the thing with me. Like, it was always just my thing. And I found out, like, yo, this is exactly what you need to, like, get to know people in your industry. So, for me, it was like, it was like a, like, a, I remember I said there was such a snowball effect. One thing led to the next and the next and the
1: next. So, so, so now, we, we, so, how does... So, you
2: graduated from myself or you finished? Um, no. So, so the thing about it is this was supposed to be my, my last year. Yeah. And um, I've had issues, again, yeah. with the school, yeah. um, with what I was expected to do, the things that I didn't necessarily want to do. Yeah. On top of that, um, things on my business end, my business side of life, have progressed to a point that, What I needed from the school, I think I got. Technically, skillfully, I I got from the school. I I got the mindset that I need to follow. Um, And a lot of the people that were my lecturers, my mentors at, at the school had already left as well. So it wasn't necessarily the most comfortable of places. I am very thankful to the school. Don't get me wrong. I'm very thankful to what they have offered me. But I felt like my relationship with them had come to an end. It had to come to an end. And, um, yeah, I think my, my last collection, that was, that was my, I treated that as my graduation collection. You know, uh, a lot of the people at school stress a lot about their graduation collection, but I treated that as my graduation collection going into fashion week, you know, uh, just learning about the press and all of that and being known a bit more by the press as well. So yes.
1: yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly like even from like a personal perspective and it's it's rare that i not even really say this but like you actually are like you really inspire me to like and it's like it's inspirational purely because i just feel like oh, thank you so much yeah like especially when i go back in time i wish like i had like the bravery to do a lot of the things like in a very like similar vein, like <clears throat> Yeah, it's having those exact same feelings, like it's like a oh, why do I have to do this? Like, my, my brand is here, like, 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 it's 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 that's what learning is. You take essentially like what you, you're there for, but you need to progress, you need to apply that you need to get better. So, if that happens, yeah. then like it means I have to go at an accelerated pace, like you know, yeah. and yeah, and yeah, I think it's very inspirational not only to me, but to a lot of young people also out there, purely because like the age and the generation that we're in right now is of people who are just saying fuck it and doing it themselves. Like, people who are saying, I don't need a university qualification necessarily. I'm not saying don't get educated. Do, definitely. Like,
2: exactly, yeah.
1: who are kind of like also taking that and seeing, okay, who, How in what other ways can I also get educated? Like, um, yeah. practical ways and stuff. So um, I think it's really commendable that you're, you know, again, being able to be like 22 and kind of like stand up for yourself to like larger institutions and stuff and be like, hey, listen, yeah, I
0: don't
1: know what you're saying about a mic, which isn't easy, it's not fucking uh, easy to be honest. If she's a black person, it's not easy, <laughs> like, uh, like it's being, really not easy as a at young all, like, person, it's not easy at all, and um, trust me, I know. yeah, but cool. I mean, so from, from there, like. How do we then progress to, to Fashion Week? Because I think that's the one, the one exciting bit that I wanted to maybe spend a, just a bit of time just maybe chatting about before, before we end off. Like So, f- yeah. to, to Fashion Week. Um,
2: sorry, sorry about that. Um, um, so, getting to Fashion Week um, yeah. was also another just like leap of faith kind of situation. It was myself and Sia Baba deciding yeah. that we're just gonna start casting ourselves out there we had we had heard that the uh, the i think there was 20 21 steps to fashion with with edcon that that applications for that were open um yeah. that was like an internship at edcon or something like that um and then there was fast track yes fast track had returned for since like the last time when Richard won won, you know yeah. um And so that's been one of Sia's dreams is to like be selected for fast track. Honestly, I wanted to be in Fashion Week. The people that I looked up to, the Lukanyu Mdingi, like I've always, I remember a that I went to Fashion Week was that, yeah, uh, Lukanyu Mdingi is going to be backstage. And I was like, yo, I'm going to get to share backstage with Lukanyu, you know? And so, yeah, that was honestly very very excited just like be with Lukayum dinghy yeah
0: um
2: that's someone that's like his 2015 collection uh, i think it was shot by travis owen if i'm not mistaken yeah. it was had like this white and gray aesthetic
0: yeah and
2: that was that was absolutely beautiful and that's someone that i've always like just wanted to talk to but yeah. um yeah, that's uh, so that's that, that was like my just excitement for Fashion Week. But I basically applied and I didn't even have a phone at the time. Yeah. I had these like hundred grand phones. Yeah. And um they announced the 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 finalist on WhatsApp. Yeah. yeah. So everyone that was basically a finalist had responded to, to the WhatsApp message. Oh, and okay. didn't respond. I didn't respond. Yeah. And so yeah, so I got I get called by Zanda from Fashion Week. She calls me and says, yeah. hey, Tabo, um, do, do you have a phone? I was like, no, I actually don't have a phone. My phone <laughs> fell. earlier. This, it was literally in that week that we were supposed to know the results. My phone had fallen and I needed to get a new screen. And uh, so she's like, yeah, so you actually got you got selected. So, yeah, can you please come through to the offices? You can pop by today so we can just brief you on, on what's what you need to know. And then from there, there's a couple of other meetings. The CEO would like to see you. And now I'm going crazy. I'm like, the CEO of Fashion Week wants to see me. Yeah. So it was just like that whole thing. And uh, building up to that, um, we got introduced to an agent, Annette. Yeah. Um, the fashion agent. And so she then... She then uh, just showed us some of what she does and how how she represents uh, designers. And I remember at the time, that was when, uh, and we had to keep it like very, very low-key and like quiet when Terry Magugu was uh, preparing to ship his stock out to to Dover Street Market. And in my head, I'm going crazy. I'm like, you guys are trusting me with this information. (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm going to go I'm and tell really everyone quiet. but no, I
0: didn't I didn't.
2: <laughs> I didn't tell anyone but I was yeah. just, I was really just so excited to like like happens. damn dude people of the industry are trusting me with like information like that and like it was that- crazy about a week a week later I get a DM from this uh, photographer from Vogue Italia his name is Andrea Bayoni,
0: yeah
2: Andrea is like hey um I normally shoot for Vogue Italia uh, i think he just he just did another project recently with musa maxwell and a few other designers yeah. called the outskirts for vogue italia so um at that point he's like yeah i'd like to shoot some of your things please let me know when and where we can meet mm. um i'm like oh okay cool so he's like yeah so you know the fashion agents i'm like yeah i do yeah he's like yeah can we meet there and i'm like yeah sure so I'm like, I wonder why. So I get there, and I realize that the whole like thing is like, my my name was passed on to people like Andrea, by the fashion Asian people, and I was just like, yeah, what the hell is going on? Like I haven't even showcased my collection, none of that. Like I, yeah. I'm still sewing, I'm still busy with my collection, and already things like projects like this are just popping out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And from there again, there was a, like another snowball effect of just like one thing leading to another and to the next and yeah it's been it's been it's been quite a it was a learning curve to say the least it was quite the learning curve because um being around people that were so progressive people yeah. that were so understanding and people that were also so patient with just like young designers okay you don't have this this is how we do it you don't have this this is how we do it you don't know how to do this this is how you do it you know what i mean all of that uh, was very helpful. You know, the, it's a lot of, the, a lot of these details are things that I'm actually using now. And, yeah. some of my friends are even looking at me like, damn, like, you're a whole professional. I'm like, dude, I literally, I just <laughs> learned some of these things on the go. Like, I'm yeah. literally winging it as I'm going, you know what I mean? So, yeah, that that's just, that's just what happened.
1: I was going to ask, like, how do you then, because I watch the, I watch your collection. Um, I think I watch, I watched the whole, um, you guys' whole cohort. So your all collect yeah. Samke Some you know, Xavier Saden um, yeah. House of Wilson, I think it was as well. It was, was also Our school started. was
2: just after us. Oh, our, yeah. our school, our school showed after us. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. But but essentially, so I'm, I'm I'm I was super impressed. I was actually super impressed by by you know like by everyone like and I feel as if Thank like, you. it's super exciting just like. I know because so, you, you guys all seem like you were close as well because right? I saw like how you guys are handling the press and the media before that because they're, how yeah. they're like showing it's upcoming and you know like the selling of the tickets and stuff and throughout everything yeah. it just felt as if you guys were all being propelled together into this new space. And yeah. Very much like you know you were yeah. supportive and collaborative etc. So, um, how do you feel about your collection, you know, like, and also, like, how do you feel about, you know, like, just your, your cohort, um, collections, and, like, I asked, um, I think I asked, I asked, um, Michael, if, um, yeah. asking who his favorite collection was, but I'll put you on the spot, like, like, if you had to, maybe I'll say your favorite, but, like, out of, I don't, I don't, who's one, like, maybe would you say, um, struck the, like, a real chord, like, with, with... with um, so some know. some kelo's
2: some kelo's one was yeah. like the first one that like hit me, yeah, because we both share a minimal aesthetic, um, yeah. and just like an understanding, we we in a way have this a similar approach to how we look at fashion, and how we interpret reinterpret fashion in our own ways. Um, our color palettes were actually very very similar, also, I might add, um, but someone who's like in terms of technique that i really 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 like was drawn to was google uh google Peteni. like when i heard some like how was, was she mixed mohair and denim right. fibers to make the the sweaters i was like yo
1: like, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, like the way i was following like just the whole fashion week was your guys' cohort in the competition and everyone yeah. else is like in the different like buckets and stuff. Um, yeah, in collections was in the I forgot what they call diamond fiber, diamond fiber collections. Yeah. Diamond fiber, yes, so yes. I watched yes. Everyone's
2: That's Avo Lucano, and uh, Musa Maxwell, yeah.
1: Exactly. So I watched everyone's collections in their own buckets and also like as an entirety. And I can certainly, yeah. think, like Google's collection was definitely up there as one of my favorites. Like, yeah, I really suck with the accessories yes yes
2: like it's just
1: yeah
2: i'm just going crazy over like how she went into such depth in terms of her sustainability like roots michaela also michaela's methods were also like so like wild because i was just like yo this is crazy because she didn't buy any fabrics she just like asked for donations even like the established designers that we showcased alongside us you know she asked them for fabric and fabric off cuts and all of that and that's how she made her collection and that was for me that was very impressive because that took a lot of patience you know for you to like be piecing all of these things together and be making eight looks out of that that's you know that's it's a commendable it's really commendable like I I respect her for that but uh, yeah those those are the two one thing I really liked about, I loved um, uh, uh, Michael's strength with yeah. his story because it was so, like, it was so deep and, and very, very, very uh, close to him um, and how it was dedicated to someone that had mentored him so much and, like, had helped him. And I, I felt, you know, if, if any of the people that I have mentored me so far was were to pass on, I, I honestly, personally, I do – the exact same you know I my my story would probably be almost exactly the same the way I execute the collection would probably be the same
0: yeah
2: um with also how you know uh um it's like how Kunrad had inspired him yeah. how he had how he had helped him through his whole process of 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 learning was I mean it's it's something for the books to be honest you know it's, it's really you can't make some of the shit up honestly it's uh oh i'm sorry can can, can we swear <laughs> <you>? <laughs> it's
1: definitely our part <laughs> God, <so. laughs> okay me, I, 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 let, I let a couple through as well a couple of to okay like, yeah I'm actually good but i was actually gonna say like it's very important that you just mentioned right now because um the realness of everything i just feel as if with you guys it's like a I feel like real people are designing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And fashion. Yeah. Fashion loves to, and that's exactly how I write. That's the reason why I started even writing because, like, yeah. I was inspired by fashion journalism and fashion education you know, and just the archives. Yeah. And just how the archives print, like kind of predict the future, and yeah. everyone like was writing about it was writing about it in such an abstract, non-understandable way. And I'm like, mm. why are you purposely? And like, you know your.
2: <laughs> you know yeah sorry, sorry sorry to cut you off but also like the way you make people feel comfortable yeah reminds me of how um, andre Leontelli used to do his interviews um, you know? that's that's
1: that's i'm happy to said that because i really really look
2: out to andre like you have no idea like it's... andre that's someone like even to this day. i think i mentioned him in our last conversation <laughs> good, even that He's definitely still someone that I feel I would love to meet. Yeah. It's wild. It's just cr- it's so crazy, you know, how he managed to stay and, and, and still is the, the the strength of the, the core strength of pillar of, of blackness in fashion, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and and I think he's his, his, his strength and his courage has opened so many doors for so many people you know now we have
1: people like ibrahim kamara like i mean
2: you know Absolutely. those are
1: some of like it's so crazy like because um we were even um recently like we just had like, a meeting and stuff with just like with, with someone just like because like off of the bubblegum club you know how it is like everyone's like okay cool. yeah do these kids like three black kids running a creative agency in the fashion space, we've never heard of you. Who are you guys? Are you? Yeah, yeah. So we just like speaking and everything, and it's like one of the people we're speaking to, but they're like kind of like based in like the UK, and they were just like speaking and like they know Eve, like Eve Kamara, um, and Linnet, like Linnet, like as well, like Linnet Nylander. And for me, I'm a man. I was like, sorry, you you said you know Eve Kamara, like yeah. I, how is he? You know, like it's just it's it's, it's yes. weird to just like come across these people who know some of these people because like I'm like Eve Kamara. I'm like I'm the biggest Virgil fan and like just Eve Kamara's styling from his off white days, for example. Like yo, I, you know what I'm saying up until like his his work now, and like, I think it's Rafael Pavarotti, the photographer, as well. Like like yes. his combination with Eve, like. That's goated shit for me, you know what I'm saying? So, yes. she'd be like, be like, yo, you speak to you speak to, me. You speak to Lynette. Like, like that, and like that—that's crazy for me. So, it's I don't know, man. It's just so crazy how small, how small. Like, yeah.
2: So it's, it's also just like wild how um, I think as much as as much as all of us push, we yeah. we do eventually. Like, we all have an end game. We all know who we'd like to eventually meet, and all of that, and that's all good and well but um when some of these things actually happen you just like you get taken aback like whoa it's 100%. this is this is actually happening you know um i'm saying this because not so long ago i was so excited that uh, b diamond head was yeah. interacting with like some of my things yeah. and i was like this, it's it's b diamond head you know what yeah. i mean like <laughs> i still haven't met her like in person you know um I've seen her every now and then maybe I'd see her like across the streets or I'd see her like at an events and all, but I never have the courage to like walk up to me like hi I'm tabo and all of that. So for her to to have
1: well I seen I, I, well I know she I know she recently like follows like the Funda Media page, so hopefully like this gets through to her. She sees this inside stuff she she's like, hey, Yeah.
0: Know. You know how-
1: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
2: <yes>. <laughs> so yeah Yeah, but it's just like when some of these things happen it's just like it really takes you back and you're just like you consider how much you you have to appreciate you know your progress and how much you have to appreciate your process also like you know how you do things you have to appreciate that because in a sense it actually works you know yeah as Um, much as tweaking here and there as we progress but Um, it's worked for all of us so far and we really need to be grateful for that because there are really so many people that dream about half of the things that we have done or half of the things that we are able to do on a daily basis. And so, yeah, that's just, that's just,
1: uh, yeah. So I think for me, like two, maybe like two more questions. And I think the next question is quite selfishly for me because I've always wanted to ask you like um, um, this question. And then maybe the last one is probably just maybe for like, We'll, we'll, we'll get to that, we'll get to that. But like, The next one for me is kind of like, who would you like, say, I don't want to make it corny with like, if you had like three people from the, from the industry, like three people past like, <laughs> or present, like Dead or Alive, who you'd want to like, you know, like, oh, maybe actually, let me ask that question. If you had three people, right, um, within was in the fashion industry, like Dead or Alive, who you can kind of like just invite for like dinner and just like be able to have a conversation with, like, there's three people, Ooh. Three. Okay, one. Carl yeah. uh, Lagerfeld. That was quick. Two. <laughs> cool.
2: Uh, Rev Simmons. Oh, that, that, that's a perfect one. Yeah, two. And then three. If you see now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now you must. Uh, uh, okay.
0: You Must pick now.
2: I'm trying to okay. I'm trying to like just say say your name and yeah. It's
1: gonna be a fire dinner.
0: Ray
2: Kawakubo.
1: Oh shit! That's
2: yeah. Those are the three. Those I think those are definitely the three because I think they all three of them touch like yeah. Because Carl was had a very like nostalgic aesthetic to 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 his work. Yeah. Be it at his own brand or or through through Chanel, yeah. he he reminded you of something you'd never experienced before. Even through Fendi, and that was even
1: through Fendi, like him at, him
2: at, You know what I mean? Even with oh, Fendi, exactly. With oh, Fendi, oh, Fendi like
0: look,
1: Fendi,
2: he he knew how to do that. Like it was yeah. so innate with him. You know? yeah. And and um, that's oh also because I'm also picking Carl because he worked so much with Helmut Newton. Yeah. Uh, and Helmut Newton had really relied on a lot of the, 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 the Weimar Republic, that like the underbelly of, of the, the, the German decadence, and that's that's one thing I really would like to look into because actually I'm just because I know you say three, right? You but I'm gonna three. add another Can't change a
1: three. You can't change it three. We, we can maybe add a, a complementary fourth, but you can't change it three. Yeah, <laughs> a co-
2: complementary fourth would be Jill Sander. Jill Sander.
1: like Joe said it's so much sense especially for you Joe makes absolute sense like Raph yeah like I even think we actually mentioned the conversation the last time like you when you um rap Simmons like him himself at Joe Sanders probably like for me if I'm thinking about a a a mood board for you like um, yeah a a, a mood board would be heavily rooted within that aesthetic like like Raph and Joe like I think it was early 2000 we was at Joe like that was
0: yeah that was a very
1: strong period, like a super super strong period. So Joe definitely yeah, because yeah, like even like with Raf,
2: like he is he represents a part of the world that I'd like to visit, and that's that's Anver. Yeah, because I like I mean like the the Anbar Six was We're an Academy like, of Art. He, yeah. Look, these these are the people that really inspired him, and apart, apart from that, there's also. Um, there was, I remember, there was a, a music band called Kraftwerk, and they uh, they were from Antwerp as well, and they made like very conceptual, like electronic, very weird music, you know. And uh-huh. but it was, it was very, it was very futuristic, very, you know, very Prada esque, you know. Yeah. And uh, that's that's definitely a part of the world that I'd like to see, like what exactly inspires such creativity from this part of the world, like why especially like what inspires the kind of minimalism that you would find there because the kind of minimalism you find in germany you wouldn't find in belgium you know as much as the two are in a way related it's the same as the kind of opulence that you'd find in 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 um, venice you wouldn't find i mean in in vienna you wouldn't find in 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 florence in uh, italy you know what i mean so but even though the two are in a way related as well so yeah. Um, yeah, that's basically why I picked uh, Raf. And then for reiko Kubo, she, she hit me with one line. I, I was reading uh, a, a bio, like a little bio um, article on her. And she was like, she's trying to make sculptures for the body. And that was like, that blew my mind. Because I was like, where do you even start? Like, where do you even begin to? start making or even thinking of shapes to, to Yogi, sculpt Ray for Yogi your body.
1: Are like Or like, just like, it's goated. to and Yoji for me. I just like, it's... it's like, goated. I mean, comedy
2: son is by far one of the, the best things that have ever happened to the world in terms of... Correct,
1: fashion. correct. And my thing is, that shit also, like, what it inspired. Because for me, I'm like, if I'd add, like, a compliment, i would add, like, uh Martin, Martin Margiela. Because for me, yes, like, that anti-fashion period for me so, so what, birth, what Ray and what Yoji birthed and what came, because yes. imagine Marjilla saying he's inspired by, by Kong, by like by Yoji exactly. that, that day, for me that's imagine Raph saying he was inspired by that era it, it,
0: it's, it's fucking crazy it's Crazy. Yeah. It's- all the same I'd attend that dinner though, that's a fire dinner
2: so Yo, sorry about that again.
1: Yeah, got your message. I actually so, mentioned before then about the wrapping. The yeah, so essentially, like, now would be the last, the last question. Um, and that's essentially, like, more about just any advice. So you essentially being in the position you are right now and what you've learned over the years, as even being 22, um, I think it's kind of like your story represents a lot of like of similarities with regards to a lot of youth which are up and coming, a lot of youth in fashion school, being told to do this and to do that. So what would kind of like be just maybe like the one thing which you would have wanted to maybe tell yourself, um, maybe like any fashion student or someone who's essentially on the journey, um, but yeah. it is some more difficulty in terms of actually getting to become a fashion student.
2: Um, so one thing I'd say is to do your homework, as much as possible yeah um you can obviously do your own thing without having gone to, sc- to school but i don't think it's possible for you to do it uneducated yeah. um so get as educated as you possibly can uh, know as much as you possibly can because uh, even in the, the the position that i'm at uh, I knew as much as I possibly could in the space that I was in, but now I just entered a whole new space, where some of the things that we even learned at school don't even apply anymore. To be honest, uh, some of the things that we learned at school are irrelevant because people have bypassed it, people that haven't even gone to fashion school, but have gone to school, but just not fashion school, but are in the fashion industry and are very well established in the fashion industry have bypassed so many things that you can learn at school this does not discourage you learning these things at school because you learned them for a reason at some point in your in your life you are definitely going to have to go back and be like yo i i know this this person doesn't know that but i know it you know what i mean and you can actually implement all all of these things um But yeah, I I definitely, one thing I could say is like know as much as possible. I don't, in in the industry that we're in, especially in South Africa, the creative industry, ignorance really isn't bliss. You are a victim to what you don't know, you know, because someone else might know something, might not know how to do it, but they know what you don't know. Mm. And they can easily be at a much better advantage than you are. And it's not about them having been put on by so-and-so, so-and-so put on, so. No, there's enough space for everyone to eat, definitely. Yeah. But that being said, this doesn't mean that one should relax and be like, oh, so I'm grand, I'm okay, I'm not going to need one, two, three, four, five, or anything like that. So um, knowing as much as possible really, really helps. I would, I would definitely recommend that.
1: Got you. Um, yeah. Perfect. So I think, first of all, like, dude, like, thank you so much for even evading yourself the time to do this. I know there are like connection issues and shit like that, but yeah, the outcome is essentially like much workable. And I feel as if there's so much value which lies within just what we've spoken about in this podcast. So thank you yeah. um, I wish you all this the is, best with your brand. This is a lot of yeah. fun uh, yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you enjoyed it, yeah, like and I'm keen for people to see the outcome as well. you're doing amazing work, you inspire you inspire a lot of other kids out there, so I wish you all the best with, with Denise as well um, yeah, Yeah, dude. like just continue um, inspiring a whole generation kind of like looks up to what you're doing so yeah
2: thank you so much um, i hope I hope to see you or meet up with you and i'm in cape town soon and uh we can actually have like a whole three four hour conversation (laughs) definitely clearly the way we go on is.
1: but yeah good luck and thanks so much man thank you so
2: much man cool